the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Headline news. Every radio show starts at the top of the hour with news. I actually give you news that you can use with an opinion that means something. Starting up with the World Cup. It's begun and people continue to flock to the FIFA Fan Fest. Fox News Radio's Courtney Keeley reports from Johannesburg, South Africa. Most of the flags right now, South African here at the FIFA Fan Park in Johannesburg, Soweto. Kanon, the Somali-born hip-hop artist now based out of Canada, singing one of the official songs for the World Cup, Wave Your Flag, and that's what people are doing. Oh, yeah, the World Cup's on. Next up, and I feel like a jack monkey when I say this, a teenage sailor feared lost at sea. She's been found, even though I cursed her father for letting her go out and die at sea. Fox News Radio's Todd Starnes reports. Abby Sunderland is alive, her boat adrift in the Indian Ocean. The 16-year-old from Southern California spotted by rescue planes halfway between Australia and Africa. It had been a very, very tense 20 hours um, before we established that Abigail was safe. Abby's father, Lawrence, on Fox, his daughter's boat damaged by huge waves. The mast broken, but the boat is still seaworthy. Her mom, Mary Ann, says they have no regrets. It definitely was a difficult time, especially not knowing what had happened. No word yet on how long it will take for rescue boats to reach the girl. In New York, Todd Starnes, Fox News Radio. I'm sorry, but I still say this. Those are irresponsible parents. 16-year-old kids, especially women, should not be sailing around the world in an ocean that's got pirates in it, unarmed, unsafe. 30-foot waves almost killed her, and the mom says, "I'm it's okay. I'm sorry, those are irresponsible parents. The 14-year-old kid who climbs up uh, Mount Everest, irresponsible. Is it a great story? Hell yeah, it's a great story. Is it irresponsible? You betcha it is. Next up, Arizona Senator John McCain. He's teaming up with an unlikely ally. Fox News Radio's Lisa Lucera explains. McCain using Twitter to respond to remarks from Snooki of MTV's Jersey Shore slamming President Obama. I don't go tanning tanning anymore because Obama put a 10% tax on tanning. With a fist pump for the Republican senator and former presidential candidate. McCain would never put 10% tax on tanning. McCain tweeting, you are right, I would never tax your tanning bed. Adding, President Obama's tax and spend policy is quite the situation, but I do recommend wearing sunscreen. McCain is a skin cancer survivor. Celestera, Fox News Radio. Fascinating. John McCain, United States Senator, is tweeting someone from Jersey Shore, a TV show on MTV. I don't know which one I find more appalling. The fact that she's actually saying, I'm mad at Obama for a 10% tax on tanning beds. I think that's fantastic. I love it when the Utes speak out. But I don't know. I'm a little worried that John McCain's going feeble. 
He didn't exactly research that Sarah Palin more than 10 minutes, and now he's tweeting New Jersey Shores girls. And he's thrown on her earphones. She wants to say something. I think that guy has far too much time on his hands if he's responding to crappy Jersey Shore snooky. What is this guy doing? I'm so glad he's not our president. Is there any chance I can rename you Snooky for a week? Just one week. How about Pistachio? No, for the week I'll just say, hey, my producer, Snooky. How about Mankey? Do you think that's her real name? Do you think that's a Christian name? Her God-given name? God-given name or Christian name? I'm going to hazard a guess. No. Snooky. So, and you're, you're bothered that McCain's tweeting, right? Yeah. Isn't he supposed to be doing real work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that I got with that. With that said, you also got to dig Snooki saying that she's mad at Obama for a 10% tanning bed tax. I don't dig her. You got to dig that. Why? Because she's a ute and she's got an opinion and she's mad at a president. She goes to a tanning bed. Let's start there. Well, let's start with you're a little pale and pasty. <laughs> I live in San Francisco. It's not early California. Okay. Okay, you liberal pinko. <laughs> Someone actually emailed me yesterday and called me a liberal pinko. Which was fantastic. Next up, O.J. Simpson. We need more O.J. I need some vitamin O in my life. O.J. Simpson's appealing his robbery conviction. Yay! Free O.J. The Nevada Supreme Court's going to hear arguments today. Fox News Radio's Jessica Rosenthal reports. O.J. Simpson was sentenced to 9 to 33 years in prison for a hotel robbery in Las Vegas of sports memorabilia dealers. His attorneys will argue that the judge made errors in trial, that she didn't consider Simpson's past enough and its influence on jurors, that jurors weren't allowed to be questioned thoroughly enough, that an all-white jury shouldn't have been allowed, among other things. An attorney for Simpson's co-defendant, C.J. Stewart, will also argue to reverse his conviction, saying his client should have gotten a separate trial. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News Radio. I would be so happy if O.J. Simpson could get out of jail. We've lost Michael Jackson. Can't do stories on him anymore, except for Michael Jackson death stories. We've lost Elvis. Can't do stories on him. We've lost Gary Coleman. Can't do stories on him. We need some O.J. We need some entertainment headlines of people we love to hate. Next up, send in the clowns. Oh, no. 100 clowns marched through the streets of El Salvador's capital, big shoes and all, to protest a recent murder in which a man was shot and killed when he refused to give money to two people dressed as clowns. The protest, which was more like a parade, was to educate the public, telling them not to be afraid, and that not all clowns are criminals. Fear clowns! Don't trust them! They'll shoot and kill you! One day, I was I, 20 years old, I'm waiting tables, and I'm going to work, and... I'm extremely hungover, as 20-year-old kids are wont to be on Sunday mornings. And I see a clown in the, in the rearview mirror of my car, and I had double take, triple take, quadruple take. I'm not a big fan of clowns. I'm especially not a big fan of, of like, wrinkling clowns. That's okay. Sad clowns, not so much. So the clowns that, like, don't wear full clown regalia, yeah, I don't like them at all. I like the full clown regalia or nothing. So, and, I don't know. <laughs> retouch up your makeup on occasion because non-touched up makeup on the clown really disturbs me. And finally today, two 80s remakes sitting in the theaters this weekend, once again showing that America, yes, we are that stupid. Fox News Radio's Sabrina Sabah has more with the preview. 
There's no plan B with the A-team. This is beyond nuts, boss. It gets better. A group of Iraq war veterans look to clear their name with the U.S. military after being framed. Sucks to be you, homie. You look like you got a real bad attitude. The action film stars Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper, and Jessica Biel. It's been done before, but never by such a star-studded family. The only way to stop them is to face them. Producers Will and Jada Pinkett Smith bring us the new Karate Kid movie, starring their son Jaden alongside Jackie Chan, who plays his kung fu teacher. Take up your jacket. Take it down. Put it on. Sabrina Sabal, Fox News Radio. Yeah, yeah. Karate Kid remake, not going to see it. A-Team remake, not going to see it. I'll say this, uh, save your money and, and, and don't do it. Just say no. 800-345-5639. Let's go to Keith and Campbell. Keith? Enjoy your show. Quick question uh, I, I, for you. What's that? Do you distrust clowns, and are you going to see the A-Team? I will not be seeing either of those two movies, and uh, i got uh, mixed opinions about clowns. Ronald McDonald, is he a clown, or, or is he... What's, something's wrong with Ronald McDonald, correct? Uh, yes. Okay, definitely. Okay. I think it's the yellow. I don't like clowns in yellow. I don't know. I'm not a big, big fan of red hair, personally. Okay, I'm with you on that one. Anyway, what's up with you? So, I've got a question concerning what to do with Euros. I've got uh, my mother-in-law, has, who is European uh, and lives over there, has been saving some money for my nephew's college account. He's now living in the United States, and uh, she's got 5,000 euros that she would like to give to us to save for him. Right. How, what should I do with euros? Do I keep it in euros? Do I convert it and then put it in some sort of other investment account here? Or, When's the kid go to school? What's that? When's the kid go to school? He's a, he's a sophomore in high school right now, but it's unclear what, what his uh, college plans are. So we're hesitant to do a 529 for him or, or whatever. Yeah, 529 is not the worst thing in the world uh, in a scenario like this. I, I guess tell Grandma to continue holding the 5,000 euros until you all know better. You don't want to give it to him and put it in his name no, because he no. can, you know, he can say, screw this, I'm going to Europe and going to hook up with prostitutes and do a lot of drugs. I got 5,000 euros um, and totally skip college. Had I been given a chance to have 5,000 euros at age 18, even though there weren't euros when I was age 18, if I was given 5,000 francs francs, I would have been up to my knees deep in prostitutes and um, cheap wine in France. Yeah, he's clearly not uh, responsible enough to uh, make decisions with the money himself. But I guess my real question was, I don't know much timing about the euro. exchanges yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, timing the euro. Yeah. I know it's about as low as it's been since it's inception now. Not really. It's the lowest it's been in four years, which is kind of like saying, oh, good God, where was I four years ago? It's like it wasn't that long ago. It's not like 40 years. Um, it, again, the dollar had a, a run on the downside for eight years, and it was painful, and it, it, it was tough to watch. Um, I think the euro, I, I think... I really wouldn't worry about that, Keith. I mean, this is a gift, and trying to influence what she does with it, converting it to dollars or converting it to gold or you know what have you, is is useless. I'd, I'd come up more so with a plan on when is the kid going to go to school and how are you going to gift it to him at that point in time. She could pay for his college. She could she could keep the money and send a check in dollars uh, to yeah, pay for the college. Is there is there, is there a lo- local banks where you can keep current uh, money in its in euros, or do you have to do the conversion if you move the money here? Yeah, you probably want to keep a hard, hard keep it in hard copy versus keeping it at a bank. I mean, you can put it in a safe deposit at a bank, 
Um, But very few banks are going to let you hold euros as well as dollars unless it's a good international bank. Like a Citibank, I'm sure, has no problem with that. But uh, a credit union right around the corner probably not capable of, of giving you dual accounts, Keith. Thanks for the call. Alright, thank you. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Is now the time when I say go monkey go? No, it's not the time yet to call the show. 800-345-5639 to find out if you're the winner. There's four winners. They're posted at talk910.com. Jason, Shelley, Phil, and Harleen. Harleen! Uh, in three minutes, I'm going to say go monkey go. And when I say go monkey go, that's your time to call 800-345-5639. If you're out of the market, it's 415-322-9101. It's 415-322-9101. So wait three minutes. Don't dial yet, because you'll be the first caller. You want to be the first caller in three minutes, but not yet. We'll hang up on you now. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's Rob Black and Your Money, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. This is Rob Black and Your Money on 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. And now, Rob Black. Life and I owe it all to you. Call now. The four winners. First one to call wins a monitor. And it's up to Jason, Shelley, Phil, and Harleen. I love the name Harleen. Not sure why, just do. So call 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. I'm guessing that they're all busy watching the World Cup and no one's going to call and no one's going to win. 800-345-5639. Ooh, there's two. It's one of them, maybe. Um, anyway, let's move forward, and we'll see if anyone actually calls. Uh, A-team this weekend. Uh-uh, not going to see it. Karate Kid remake. The kid wins in the end. Whoops, just spoiled it for you. Um, so there's that going on. Let's do a little look at some other um, BP. Let's. I'll, I'll just fly through content, because uh, I'm in the mood to fly through content. BP expects the total bill for the cleanup of the Gulf to be about 3 to $6 billion. I don't see how they can say that at this point in time. It, it, it oil's still coming out. Birds are still being pulled. We haven't seen the scope of it. They've incurred $1.3 billion so far to date on costs. The stock, let's see where the stock is today, because people want to bet that at some point in time they get their heads around this. And when they do, it'll be a winner. Um, $33 a stock share. It's holding that 30 It hit 29 last week and mounts. Um or it hit 29 this week in a down market, and ultimately it bounced. Let's go to Phil. Phil is the big winner of the 19-inch monitor. How are you, Phil? Every now and then when I say, let's go to Phil, Heidi's on the phone with Phil right now. Let's go to Phil. Phil? Hey, Rob. Hi, Phil. How are you? You made my day. How did I do that? You're the man. I'm not the man. You're the man. Oh. This is great. I've been calling in on your contest, and you're, you're great. I, I love your show. I listen to it every day. Ah, uh, you're buttering me up. So no, you, that's just fact. You're going to take me to a movie before you try to, to stick your tongue in my ear? Ah. <laughs> Did I just ruin it finally? <laughs> so, All Phil, right. what, do you, what do you do for a living, Phil? Uh, I've got a small business here in Campbell. Ooh, I like Campbell. manufacture artificial plants and trees. It's called Green and Silk. Green and silk. Now, why do you want artificial plants and trees? Don't we need real plants and trees? We absolutely do. But, you know, in an office environment, in your home, uh, they're so cost-effective. They're beautiful. They don't outgrow an area. They don't die. No watering, no pesticides. 
It's kind of like it a makes life easy. Kind of having like a blow up doll wife where you don't really need a real wife because it makes life easy, right? You she does. She doesn't ever like complain. You're you're a great guy. These plants never complain, do they? They don't go. I need sunshine. They never complain. So do they, do they look pretty real? Well, I've been doing this since 1981. Most people think they do. We uh, definitely, you know, try to go for uh, uh, better quality sizes, uh, custom made to fit spaces. You know, that's kind of cool. How expensive are these? Fifteen feet tall. How expensive are they? Uh, from mild to wild. Really? Oh yeah. Okay, that's kind of neat. So anyway, congratulations, Phil, and thanks for the kind words. And sorry I pushed you into taking it too far, but. Um, I don't like compliments. I don't take them well. And thanks for the call, Phil. 800-345. Oh, stay on the line, Phil. Don't hang up. 800-345-5639 to become a winner, winner, chicken dinner of our next contest or to get your calls on the air today. You know, one thing that uh, I want to throw out there, I, I just basically hit that BP story where right now the risk isn't the fundamentals. They've got the money. If, if they truly see the total cleanup cost, $3 billion, they got that money. They make that money every 90 days. That's no big deal. They'll get through this. The big risk is headline risk of, oh, no, a baby dolphin died. Oh, no. You know, Katie Kirk went in the water, and she's covered in oil. That's the risk. It's headline risk. It's not how much oil comes out. It's how much how much the headlines continue to be negative. And uh, at one point, and again, is the number quantifiable? If it is what they say it is, then you buy the stock today. Just FYI. Wild political season. This is something that I'm starting to see reports on. Oftentimes on this show, I'll say... You have to look at politics because politics forms legislation, which changes Main Street. It changes financial regulation, for instance. It changes, you know, money going into defense spending. It changes. You see what? You get the idea. This has been a wild political season. And the primaries are telling us CEOs better, you know, be careful. Sharon Angle. She won in Nevada, the Tea Party activist. She propelled former state lawmaker past two GOP rivals, and uh, she jumped ahead of them. Hotly contested primary. She now faces Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. So Sharon Angle, woman. Carly Fiorina. Did she? Carly Fiorina made a little bit of a mistake yesterday. I don't know if you heard this, but she started bashing Barbara Boxer's hairstyle as so yesterday. So she comes across as catty. The one thing that men fear, do you remember, like, what happens if what happens if the President of the United States is a woman and she's on the rag and she blows up Russia because she's uh, menstruating? Well, Carly Fiorina kind of put that fear in our heads yesterday when we saw her get all catty. She got all nasty about Barbara Boxer, and instead of talking about the issues, she basically attacked her for having bad hair. So that's interesting to note. Maybe that's going to hurt Carly. I, I, I think that's going to stick with her. I don't think that's something she's easily recoverable from. But again, she's done very well. She's moved right to win Sarah Palin's endorsement. And she's got the GOP Senate primary. She faces Democrat incumbent Barbara Boxer. Now, Marco Rubio, out of Florida. Senate winner, strong Tea Party support for Rubio. He forced Governor Charlie Crist to run as an independent and basically smoked him. Smoked him like buttered him and fried him and smoked him. Rand Paul, Kentucky Senate. He too, Tea Party. Now, it'll be interesting. The Tea Party won this round. The way, way conservative, the way right won this round. Can it win a general election coming up in November? It's going to be interesting to watch. And what's even more wild about this is CEOs are freaked out. They want to give money to the politicians, but they want to give money to the politicians they think are going to win. For business leaders right now, the result is chaos. 
So there's one guy named Ralph Izzo. He's the CEO of Public Service Enterprise Group, which is New Jersey's largest utility. And he says the big unknown for me is whether or not Congress is going to take action on carbon dioxide. He wants to give money to the person who will not take action on carbon dioxide. So absent clear environmental regulations, your long-term strategy is something you really have to equivocate on. Energy is not the only unknown source at this point in time politically. Taxes, trade, immigration, jobs, runaway entitlements. Those are just a handful of the issues you know, pending in Congress right now. Women won big. Tea Party won big. Huge. On top of this, what's going to be interesting to note is, I'll tell you what, Congress is going to move more towards the center. I don't know how far left you think it is right now, but it's going to move more towards the center because um, Democrats to challenge. You can't go extreme against extreme. So that's not going to work, not in this type of job market, not in this type of spending environment. So Congress come November is going to be more moderate. How much more? Depends on whether the Tea Party and the women take control. Interesting note, 800-345-5639. One last story. Antitrust regulators are planning to investigate whether Apple's unfairly restricting rivals like Google from the iPhone and the ads on the iPhone. Google wants to deliver ads, um, but Apple says we control the iPhone. Screw you, buddy. So regulators are starting to scan Apple's actions. They're starting to figure out, you know, Federal Trade Commission, Justice uh, Department of the United States government, investigation, yes, no, or maybe so. Google said recent changes to Apple's developers' agreement would effectively cripple their advertising tools for the iPhone. Apple changed the language of the agreement and now appears to prohibit certain third-party agencies from collecting critical usage data. So Apple can get a little bit of government scrutiny, kind of like Microsoft did. Let's see how they like that. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's Rob Black and your money, 910 AM. 800-345-5639. Coming up, I got Michelle Steele talking business of sports and much, much more. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. This is Rob Black and your money on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. And now, it's business time. Steel. We're going to be talking business of sports via Bloomberg's perspective. How are you, Michelle? Hey, Rob. How's it going? It's going very, well. very excited to be here today. I've got Uruguay, France in the background. So if you can hear those South African horns, I apologize in advance. I cannot hear the South African horns. I got up this morning. I watched a little bit of uh, South Africa and uh, Mexico. Watched the first half. Morning. That's like the middle of the night for you guys. I, it's six o'clock. Uh, it started at seven o'clock a.m. Oh, you're Pacific right. Time. You're right. So, okay. but there was a lot of pre-ceremony hype and hoopla. So it's not bad. It's actually translating well into West Coast time for me. Very nice. Well, I, I know a lot of my uh, Wall Street friends are getting pretty serious about drinking more in the morning and the early afternoon with the the time difference with, with these games. They can't. They say you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning, Michelle. So, Michelle, tell us to live by, Rob. Words to live by, and remember, uh, rehab is for quitters. So, (laughs) Michelle, tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, what what job you have in the world. Uh, Sure. Um, I work at Bloomberg Television, and I cover sports and money. And as you can imagine, sort of the connective tissue, as it were, in a lot of these sports stories is money. 
You know, I mean, look at uh, a lot of things we're going to be talking about today, certainly, but uh, take a look at NCAA conference realignment this week, and in the background, you really can't ignore the dollar signs. So I follow the money in the sports world at Bloomberg. And again, like, for instance, the World Cup's going to add total advertising this year. You're talking about billions of dollars. Ten years ago was millions of dollars. Sports is big business. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, speaking of the World Cup specifically, look at the kinds of advertising that you're seeing now versus uh, four years ago for the World Cup. Nike and Adidas, Nike making definitely a big move to grab what they can in the soccer business because Adidas really is the big boy in that space. Uh, Adidas is trying to maintain that top position. You know, both companies, they try to make better shoes. They're signing the best teams. They're signing the best players uh, to wear those shoes. But the thing is, uh Adidas is spending $125 million a year on sponsorship deals because this is an $11 billion business that they want to protect. Nike is spending about $75 million on sponsorship, so they both have a lot at stake here. I mean, arguably just as much as, you know, Team USA or Brazil or Argentina. Um, some of the stars that uh, Adidas has signed up, Lionel Messi's uh, considered the best soccer player in the world, David Villa, he plays uh, for Spain. Uh, if these guys go far as they're expected to, that'll be a real coup for Adidas. On the Nike side, obviously LeBron and Kobe, some of Nike's most recognizable spokesmen, but as for soccer in the soccer corner, uh, Nike's got Landon Donovan. We all know him. Um, they also have Ronaldinho, who's a Brazilian player, as well as uh, English superstar Wayne Rooney. So Nike definitely making some big moves uh, there as well, Rob. Have you have you seen any of those ads yet? I have seen the ads, and uh, you can't miss them. If you watch anything on ESPN these days, Sports Center, you're getting pounded with soccer ads and soccer coverage for the World Absolutely. Cup. Absolutely, and that Adidas ad is really interesting because they do kind of a take off the cantina um, scene in Star Wars. You don't see a soccer ball for like two minutes. I mean, these things they're they're like they're like art films. Also, I'm learning something about the World Cup that I've never really put the dots together on is that FIFA doesn't, they really don't go after, they could have gone after L.A. They could have gone after a bigger media market if they really wanted it. But the mm. sport itself is bigger than this event. And a lot of people around the world, uh, or a lot of people in the United States just don't get it. We're, until there's cheerleaders in soccer, Michelle, <laughs> we as a nation won't follow it. Well, that and point inflation. I mean, or, or how about just like fewer ties? You know, I mean, today, South Africa, Mexico, and uh, it, w- it was a draw. And a lot of the guys I talked to were like, okay, now what? You know, and um, the the odds makers actually like a draw as well for Uruguay, France right now. We're expecting ties there. So, you know, the first round, it's, it's, it's all about defense. What can I say? Uh, when we move on to these later rounds, we will see shootouts and and it will be more exciting. I saw some statistic that some American players, U.S. players, will get $800,000 if they win the World Cup. So some of them are MLS struggling, making nothing. Of course, we get, you know, right, right, and they just had that labor dispute this year as well. Of which I know Joe Cannon, good friends with him, and he's head of that labor dispute for the San Jose Quakes. Just doing a little name dropping. You can you can do name dropping. Uh, that is definitely allowed. Well, I, I spoke actually to the AEG chairman not too long ago at an, at an IMG sports conference, and this was before the labor dispute was settled. And you know, the thing is, is 
MLS does not make, at least according to him, MLS does not make the kind of revenues right now where they can compensate their players to the tune of the other major sports leagues in the United States. So, you know, until that happens, and, and maybe until Team USA makes a, a deeper run at it in, in the World Cup, we're really not going to see a lot of traction as far as Americans, uh, you know, uh, jumping onto the soccer bandwagon here. It's more about football as opposed to football. Now, the, the football, the soccer, let's keep it uh, in terms that people can follow, Michelle. Uh, what do you think the U.S. chances are of getting out of their their group? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. actually. Um, I actually did something recently uh, on handicapping the different teams. Now, while, while Spain is favored overall to win the whole thing, the United States is in a very favorable group here. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's certainly navigable. You know, um, England is there, and obviously that's going to be uh, a, a big game tomorrow, but they are expected to move out of that first round, and so is England. Now, I want to show off your big brain and, and change topics here ever so slightly. <laughs> All right. The Washington Nationals, East Coast team, and again, we're at the San Francisco Giants. We got Lincecum and we got Kane, so we got our stud pitchers. You got Zito, right. Yeah, we got our, our high-paid studs, but Washington Nationals got Steven Strasburg this week, and you would have thought it was like Jesus Christ coming to baseball. The cover- Seriously, it's like he walked across the Potomac and struck out 14 guys. It it's was, pretty cool. It was did impressive. Letterman last night, by the way, he did the... Uh, uh, little little known facts about Strasburg. Apparently, he sleeps on a dirt mound. <laughs> he, oh, he puts icy hot on his toast in the morning. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal for the Nationals, and and that's a team that needs it. I mean, 24th out of 30 teams uh, in terms of attendance. Um, they lost something like 200 games in the last couple of years. He's even at a way draw. Uh, we talked to some uh, front office guys with the Indians this week, and they estimate 10,000 more people are going to be coming up to uh, Cleveland this weekend to see him in his second start. And his second start has actually bumped the Phillies-Red Sox game on TBS on Sunday. So it's it's a media story, and it's a big baseball story. This is a once-in-a-generation type guy. His last start was televised nationally on uh, Versus, which is this Comcast sports channel. Uh, his first start in the majors was broadcast on MLB Network, and that second start is going to be on TBS. So a lot of people have a big stake in this guy, and, and you know, it's got people talking about baseball again. And I think the story there, if I could jump in and, and tell you what I think it is, it's it's that he's young and he's not, you know, he is sleeping on a mound of dirt, that he's not, you know, jaded at this point in time and, we as Americans, we tend to get behind that kind of story. Yeah, and I think also, you know, think about the weight of the world on this guy's shoulders uh, this week and all the hype, really, that has followed him since he was at San Diego State. And he did something that sometimes doesn't always happen in sports, you know. He lived up to the hype, which is cool. And... um We'll just have to see where it goes. You know, I think before before his first start, I think there were some whispers of, you know, are we going to see another prior on the mound and we're going to see him blow out his arm? But so far, obviously, that hasn't been the case, and, and we'll see, you know, where this goes. I think some people are getting a little ahead of themselves, you know. Um, I think it was Costas the other day who, who – uh, um, compared him to uh, Sandy Koufax. I think that's a little bit early for that, but definitely an interesting guy to watch. I love that you're t- you're knocking Costas. I think that shows. I'm great. not knocking you're him. You're knocking him. I'm just I'm just you know. You're knocking him. I think he's, that's great. 
I think Costas <laughs> needs to stop dyeing his hair. That's my only request. Is so what? He's dyeing his hair too. It's too, it's too black. It's too creepy. So. Yeah, well, he's not just a member of the club. He's a president. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's, he's tele, it's television. What can I say? It's wow. visual media. I'm with you. I'm just going to back right? off. I'm going to let you, you let, let your I like him a lot. There. Okay, there you go. Um, one last topic, the NCAA. I woke up this morning, and it, it seems like things are, are just going to heck in a, a handbasket. Boise State's leaving the whack. They're going to the Mountain West. Colorado's coming to the Pac-10. Right. Now it's the Pac-11. What are we to make of this? You know, uh, it's definitely interesting times here. I'm going to pull a a little bit of a Linda Richmond from Saturday Night Live. The Pac-10 is neither really Pacific-based nor has 10 schools. Discuss. Um, Lots of realignment, obviously, going on in the college picture. Like you said, uh, Boise State, and you also had Colorado saying yesterday would ditch the Big 12. We're expecting an announcement from Nebraska really any time. Um, also saying that they're going to ditch the Big 12 and joining the Pac-10. I, I, I ran the numbers. As of this moment, the Big 10, the Pac-10, and the Big 12 all have 11 teams, Rob. Um, and I, once again, in the background are dollar signs here. The Pac-10 would like to have a television network. The Big 10 already has a television network. And when you have that uh, ownership of a media group, of a TV network, right. that's millions of dollars a year. I mean, the Big Ten alone, um, for every member, you get $6 million on top of any TV money. So you've got your TV deals, which are obviously the big the big uh, kahuna, the big thing, the big right. sort of uh, brass ring. But then you also have the money that you get from subscribers who subscribe to your channel. So if you're a member, say, of the Big Ten, you you make nearly $20 million a year. So that's a lot of money to any athletic department, and it's and it's even a powerhouse like Nebraska. It, it, it was clearly too tempting. So we are expecting an announcement from them either today or early next week that they will leave the Big 12. And now the cards are in, in Texas's uh, hands, really. A source of mine was telling me this week, Rick Gentile, he used to work for CBS Sports, saying that it's going to look like Imelda Marcos' closet soon because so many shoes are going to drop in the next few days. Good line. But, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> anyway, um, i got to catch you off, Michelle. We're up against our break. You were fantastic. You were wonderful. You're on Bloomberg Television. How often can we catch your spots on Bloomberg TV? Every day, Monday through Friday, Rob. Okay, do they slot you like 45 past the hour? Because I know Bloomberg's got some funny slots in TV. Yeah, generally it's 54 at the end of the hour. Okay, okay, good stuff. So, so, yeah, or DVR it if you can. I'm sure my audience will find you, Michelle. Thanks for the content. Hopefully you'll come back. Any score yet in that France-Uruguay game? You know what? Zero, zero. What'd I say? Zero, zero. A tie, a draw. It's a snoozer. Thanks very much. All right. Bye, Rob. Michelle Steele from Bloomberg TV. Michelle Steele from Bloomberg TV. We do a segment on the show called Business of Sports, and it's updated uh, typically at 20 past the hour in the first hour, so 1020. And money is huge in sports. Obviously, I don't need even to say that. This is the world advertising is going to get bumped up from the World Cup this year. And again, go USA. When we play uh, British Petroleum slash England tomorrow, USA against the oil spillers. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Rob Black and your money. 1-800-345-5639. 9-10-AM. More stimulating talk. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls. Here it's eight hundred three four five. 
855-639 to get your calls on the air. The ex-wife of Gary Coleman has filed a petition in the court of Utah to be appointed as the special administrator of the formal child actor's estate. The petition was filed in the 4th District Court in Provo and said even though Coleman and Shannon Price were divorced in August 2008, she is still his common-law wife and that she should still be the one to make funeral arrangements. It wasn't publicly known that the two were divorced until after his death. Divorce papers were sealed in Utah courts. Now, Price referred to Coleman as her husband when she called 911 on May 26, saying the actor had fallen, that she didn't push him. No, she didn't say that. She said that he had fallen and was bleeding severely from the back of his head. Coleman died May 28th after suffering a brain hemorrhage and his last known will names friend and former manager Dion Mill as his estate's executor. The lesson here is update your freaking fracking paperwork. Now, she thinks she's entitled to his estate. She wants a little bit of that do-re-mi. She slept with a midget. Now, maybe she didn't sleep with a midget. Maybe she slept with her husband, the man she loved. Now, he was just a miserable human being. He was miserable. The last 10 years of his life, he went around, punched people, and got into fights. And he was never able to shake that, what you talking about, Willis image. America, we build people up, and then we expect them to be that way forever and ever and ever, and we tear them down when they're not. So she's... Saying, hey, I'm entitled to this. This, You know, let me handle the estate. And, well, the will says definitely. The will's going to win this one. The will is going to win this one. Um, as long as it's in good standing, he was in good mind. I've got paperwork that I'm now in my, I like to say late 30s, but that's a lie. I'm now halfway through my working career. Is that a nice way of saying it? And, uh... I got paperwork that I'm embarrassed by. You know, some of us in the industry, we don't update our wills as often as we should. If I were to die, who gets my kid? If I were to die, who gets my car? If I were to die, who gets my my money? My money is not just one pot. It's not just Bank of America or Wells Fargo. My money is a bank account at Smith Barney. My money is a bank account at City uh, investment account at Citigroup. My money is a 401k that I signed 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I was deeply in love with a woman named Juliet. Fantastic person. Her last name was Brown. 15 years ago, I was deeply in love with a woman named Amanda. Her last name was White. That's why, right, I was dating the the color of of the spectrum. Black, white, brown. Yes, I dated a green in there as well. So, things change. It didn't work out. But when I filled out the paperwork, I was like, Screw my family. I love this woman. She's going to get everything I want. I have. If I were to die, you better hope that paperwork got changed. So if Gary Coleman, what you talk about Willis, teaches you any one thing, it's update your paperwork. On a regular basis, every five years, things change. Five years from now, you may hate your kid. Your kid may grow up to be a goth child who's like, screw you, man. I hate you. I hate you. You know, like, you circumcised me. Like, they could hate you. They could have bitterness yeah, towards you. I love cheesy poofs. Yeah, I like cheesy poofs. Trader Joe's has cheesy poofs. They got cheese poofs, cheese puffs. But in my head, because I like Cartman so much, I've changed the name from cheese puffs to cheesy poofs. So the S-E becomes C, cheesy poofs. Heidi? Can I tell you, they're not nearly as good as real Cheetos. So you think Cheetos are the basis of cheesy poofs? Oh, my gosh, yeah. 
Because they're so buttery and just fatty and delicious, okay. you know? Now, okay. But but the Trader Joe's cheesy poofs, they don't even come close to the deliciousness. That is a Cheeto. Now, let's show people why you're the perfect woman. Even though you can't talk sports and business like Michelle Steele, good God, she's a good-looking woman. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. And go Google image her. She's a good-looking woman. She's a good package for men. If she's single, go get her. I'm impressed. But you're a pretty good package, too. Show people why every man should desire you. Not only do you like Cheetos because they're buttery, but because you could do an impression of Cartman's mom. Oh, no, you're putting me on the spot. Okay. So, first, let me apologize because this microphone sounds like crap today. Okay. Here you go. I didn't like it. Let's try again. Oh, it's awful. No, no, no. Have you been smoking? Hold on, hold on. You're putting me on the spot here. You got a little lung butter you want I'm to clean first? <clears throat> I'm real shy. You want some cheesy puffs and a pumpkin? I love her. Was that all right? That was perfect. So I know you're saying, uh, delivered expectations. People don't really want to hear Mrs. Cartman. I disagree. I think they do want to hear Mrs. Cartman. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Amazon.com got some love today. Upgraded to a price target of 180 bucks. It's $150 stock. Basically, deterioration of the euro versus the dollar. Slower growth prospects for the European market. It's kind of a downgrade. They're lowering their target. And they're basically saying, you know, let's, let's hold off a little bit. North America revenue growth is 33%, but Europe's going to slow due to the euro. The thing I like about Amazon.com... And we didn't know this 10 years ago. They're going to be around in 10, 20, 30 years. They are now a sizable, chunky company. They are not small in any way, shape, or form. Can you invest in them? I think so. I'm not sure it's the wisest investment. Because, like, let me give you an example. Walmart's out there. And I like Walmart's business model. Their stock doesn't really excite me. It doesn't really do it for me. There's a point where it's almost too big, and for Walmart to double their size now. Now, again, if we can get back in our Wayback Machine, Sherman, and go back to 1980 and invest in Walmart, heck yeah. But now it's almost too big, and that's a problem Apple's going to start facing. Hey, I love Apple products. I surfed an Apple iTunes last night. Check it out myself at the Rob Black and Your Money iTunes app. Hey, still no negative feedback. The only thing I ask if you love this show is you buy the app and you give super positive five-star feedback because I want to be featured in an Apple commercial. Um, I want to do like the one, two, three, four, and I want to like be a dancer in one of those Apple commercials. I want to. Be I a- don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. That's damn right, and I should have told that to Michelle Steele because while she was wowing me with her her sensibilities and her sports talk and her money talk, I I have an app. <laughs> Sure, she's on Bloomberg Television, which I've watched before and I actually subscribe to. But and I've actually been on Bloomberg Television, but she's on it every day. Fifty-four past the hour. Okay, so I'm totally digressing. Shuffle Master today gets a little bit of love. Shuffle Master makes slot machines. Shuffle Master makes card deck uh, shufflers. Uh, that's what they do. They basically are a play on Vegas. They basically are a play on gambling. Eh, analyst sees it as a $12 stock. Second quarter sales, profit exceeded expectations. This is a company that's ebbed and flowed. They had a strong second quarter. This is a company I won't invest in. I'll trade it, but I won't invest in it. It's just their history tells me, you know what? We're not going to open 10 times more casinos next year. It doesn't have the growth of the iPad. So I'm like, yeah, I'll trade it. 
Coal's getting a lot of love today. Natural gas is getting a lot of love. I'm out of time. I'm so sorry. I rambled today. Today I give my show a D. It was genius in my head, but delivery was weak. Monday through Thursday, that was genius. You can get a copy of the show at Talk910.com under podcast, or you can get an iTunes free download at Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Have a good day. Enjoy USA, USA against England and the, the dirty, nasty BP oil spillers tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.